Hey Rippers, are you learning how to surf? Are you a beginner or a big old kook? There is a difference, you know. And since there's many ways to kook it, you should stick around and learn a few things. Because if you don't know, let me tell you right now that surfers love to spot a kook. But don't get all stressed about it, because everyone kooks it once in a while. And that's the reason for this podcast. Because the more you know, the less you'll kook it. So bust out your life vest and get ready to learn. The KookCast is here to lead you on your journey out of kooktum one episode at a time. And hopefully, offer you some traction on this slippery slope between kookery and killing it. I'm your host, Coach Chris. And I'm Coach Ev, checking in. And we started the surf coaching and education resource, the Surf Continuum. And today we're going to be talking about surfing leashless. Oh, one of my favorite topics for sure. Something that I'm just, you know, really prideful about and something that I try to pass on to other surfers. And Yeah, you certainly did that with me. I remember, uh, I remember the first time I really met, whoa, shit. The first time I met you, you were surfing a bombing point break without a leash. That was my introduction to Coach Evan. And I was pretty impressed, to say the least. Cheers, <laughs> Cheers brother. brother. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, we're going to illuminate some really good stuff here because um, I think it... I think there is a fine line between being just like macho and prideful about doing it and also just making it turn you into a better, more well-versed surfer. Absolutely. I think that's the, uh, that's like the, you know, the, the little secret underlying fine line here is that it's not something that you just always do no matter what without question, you know, and I think some people think that about you or me or something, you know. Um, that we don't own a leash or something, you know, which is not the case at all. We try to be very uh, responsible and, you know, evaluate the lineup, the crowd, the the situation, the beach, everything, and and make a make a, you know, a, a responsible decision about it. Right. So, uh, all right. So let's start off. I think best by explaining why some people ride without a leash because this might. This concept might already, right off the bat, be kind of like a new thing for some people. Like, wait, what? Some people surf without a leash? You know, so, uh, and you kind of said it already, but uh, to surf better. You know, like when you surf without a leash, suddenly your focus now has to be readjusted, realigned towards your surfboard. That can't just be unaccounted for. You can't just let it go. You can't just fall off your board. You can't just bail or jump or, or any of those things because then you lose your board. Then you're swimming, yeah. Uh, and just that's looking back on what how it got sparked for me was just looking at there would be certain photos like in a magazine or something and I would see a, a surfer doing a really great carve or turn or in the tube and I could just for some reason I could tell that he wasn't wearing a leash and it just right away I was like wow that that's like a next that's a next level type of thing that you feel so comfortable with doing maneuvers and things that you you could come out of them and and pull them without a leash and even if you didn't quite ride out of them you'd somehow find a way to finish it off and and come away with your board Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of just thinking back on on where it started, and and then also the, there's a 
a guy that we talked about when we talked about surfing inspirations, yes. Mike Edwards. He was one of the guys who really honed it in and just said, hey, if, if you really feel like you need a leash, then you probably shouldn't be out there. You know, if you feel like you cannot hold on to your board, punching through white waters, turtling, do, you know, keeping yourself out of the worst case scenario, then maybe it's not your day, you mm -hmm. know? Um, and another quick story is the very first board that I ever shaped and I got it down on the beach and I bought a brand new like performance leash, you know, so it wasn't super thick or heavy or it was the perfect leash for that situation, except for the fact that I put the leash on and then I started running like, I was, I was like, man, this board is so bitching, I can't wait. <laughs> and I started running down and the thing just like clinking all around and smashing all around. And I was like, this is not right. The waves weren't big, you know, it was like T Street, it was small, there wasn't a lot of guys out. And I was like, now's the time. I'm trying to learn how to surf this board to the best of my ability and I can't be relying on this board, this leash to keep this board with me and I'm just gonna figure it out. And I went out there and I surfed really well and I, I just remember doing a couple turns and pulling them and just, it felt, it just felt better mm. to me. I, I totally like get better that. surfing. I totally get that, you know, and, and I, I like what you're saying about going into your maneuvers and stuff. I really just feel like, you know, we're still talking about how it makes you surf better. And I think the way that it makes me surf better when I don't have a leash is that I'm more thoughtful of the section I'm approaching and what maneuver I want to do on that section. And when you have a leash, you're kind of like, Ah, whatever you can kind of just do it. And if it doesn't work out, then you just have this big old fall wipeout, whatever you know, and it's not a big deal. It can be if your leash breaks. I mean, we'll get into talking about how trusting in your leash is not the best thing to do either. But, but the point that I was trying to make is just how, you know, you're approaching this section and you start to become very aware that you don't have a leash on when you're approaching this section and you're going into your turn. And if you're doing some turn that doesn't really fit that section or it's wrong, you're more likely to fall. Right. And, and that's just, you know, so taking it back a few seconds, going into that turn you're thinking to yourself is this really the right turn should i really do this or should i just kick out or just keep going straight and wait for a section i feel more comfortable on right all of those things are making you more thoughtful as a surfer mm -hmm. and some would argue more conservative as a surfer which i don't think is necessarily a bad thing um but ultimately you fall less too because you just don't want to go swimming after your board right and that leads us right into board control yeah and, and awareness you know i just i feel like if more people were surfing without leashes, they would be just like you said, more conservative, and and they very well should be. You know, they're not, they're not that you know that skilled or that able to to go out there and and take off on a wave in in front of people and just take off on the latest drop that they possibly could and and pull it. They they you see it in every single lineup. How dependent surfers mm -hmm. have become on this on the leash and just how it mixes up your surfing and how it can turn it from a beautiful act to just a big old cacophony of of shit you know yeah. like just falling all over the place kicking the board out the board the way the board gets rattled and shook around mm -hmm. so violently with the leash and any anybody who's 
dedicating themselves to learning how to ride without a leash and me being a surfboard builder and knowing that just that like it it puts your board in to the very worst possible situation that it could be because it's anchored to you you've you've fallen off you're out the back of the wave but the board is still down in the trough of the wave and getting ripped around and that's you know maybe people don't know but that's why a lot of boards get broken yeah absolutely like how you leash up and stuff has a lot to do with the kind of uh, like the dings that could potentially happen to your board but yeah that's so true you know like if you're falling on a wave you don't get carried with the wave as easily as your board does so you're acting as kind of like this water anchor this sea anchor that's holding your board from going where it wants to go and so now it's resisting the wave that's just unloading and piling itself onto your board and most of the time it's all right you know it comes through maybe you slowly but surely are definitely weakening it um, right. But sometimes it gets it just right, and it really is an awkward, you know, like flex, uh, like a, a point of power where the wave hits the board, but you're holding it from the tail back with the leash. Right. But I wanted to just kind of hit on what you were saying, how like people, like, you know, they, they trust so much on the leash that they actually go for waves or do things they shouldn't do because they're just in the back of their head. It's not even conscious. It's a subconscious thought like, well, I got my leash on. It's not a big deal. Yeah. But you know, don't forget everyone out there, we're not telling you not to ride without a leash, but maybe start surfing like you, you or start pretending like you don't have a leash on. Nice. Because don't forget something, you know, your board, depending upon what you're riding, is six, seven, eight, nine feet long, and your leash is gonna be that equivalent length. So you can essentially have a minimum of a 12 foot kill radius. So if <laughs> you're in front of people, and that's, that's if you're on a short board with a short leash. If you're on a longer board with a longer leash, you can have a 19-foot kill radius, you know? Yeah. So if you're, if you're looking at a group of people paddling out and you're taking off on a wave and you're not feeling totally confident about it, but you're thinking to yourself, no, nah, I got my leash, <laughs> like that's a really false sense of security because your board can continue moving forward with the wave for 20 feet. That's a pretty, that's a big distance. Right, and very fast. Like the, the, leash, fast. the leash can't, you know, can't control it that much, you know? It, and and they snap, you know. They they we're gonna get into that, but yeah. Anyways, yeah. I mean, it's but just it really it's it's just so you gotta when you surf with a leash, pretend you don't have one. But this is going. This is all about why people surf without a leash because it, it heightens your awareness and it makes you a smarter, better surfer. Because now suddenly, when you're taking off on that or or you're thinking about going for that late takeoff. Maybe you'll think twice and not go because you recognize that those people are close enough to hit them. And that's how you should be thinking anyway, even if you do have a leash on. Right. All right. So it's that, you know, leashes, it's a false sense of security, um, you know, when you have one on. And, and I, I mean, we've both seen tons of accidents, people getting hit with surfboards and they had their leash on. You know, that leash didn't protect anybody. Right. So, that, so that's like board control. At the start of your ride, mm -hmm. that's what we're talking about, and then board control in the middle of your ride when you're going up to do a floater or going doing a cutback and actually going all the way back and hitting the f the foam ball and banking off it, and then board control at the end of your ride, right. which we always are just so huge about talking about, and any of the decent surfers that you see out there, the you know the the people that you've been. 
idolizing the old school guys you know they just control the board at the end of the wave and when you don't have a leash you have to control your board at the end of the wave right sometimes it's not always pretty pretty you know sometimes it's a <laughs> big old it's 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 a wrestling match you know and that's another thing that just we'll get into um i think it it actually makes you stronger like you have to f- sometimes you have to just physically figure out how to hold on to that board sometimes that could be a negative thing some people if, if they have an injury or something you know they're they're just like no i can't i can't right. sit without a leash because right. i can't hold on to my board like that okay then you have to start approaching surfing differently mm-hmm. um but really it it's that's the pride that i get from surfing without a leash is board control i can control my board in 98 percent of the situations that i get myself into in a given a given session mm-hmm. and that's when i started you know when i first started surfing out of leash that first session that i talked about with the new board i was swimming every other wave all the way to the beach that's another way it helps you get stronger <laughs> right. yeah, you're just swimming out there you learn about rip tides you learn about all sorts of things you get the best body surfs of your life because you don't have a board and you're on the outside and all of a sudden there's a the second wave of the set because you fell on the first one <laughs> and you're body surfing down a six foot great wave and um, you just you just never find yourself in the position you know without fins on out there right yeah. to get these incredible body surfs that's one of the things that I just always come back to is like it makes you stronger it gives you these new perspectives out in the ocean and it can actually just turn you into a much more aware all-around waterman you yeah. feel comfortable out there whereas most people feel very vulnerable right. without their surfboard right without the leash or without the surfboard like you know like when their leash snaps they're like <gasps> like panicking you know, and it shouldn't be like that. You shouldn't be in the ocean relying entirely on your surfboard and your leash. You know, you should feel comfortable out there without it. And kind of going back to, you know, what, what's his name again? Mike Edwards? Mike Edwards. Mike yeah. Edwards is saying, you know, like if you can't be comfortable out there like that, or you don't think you can hold on to your board, then maybe that isn't the session for you. You know, it, it's just considerations to make. It's not, it's not the, the black and white rule for everyone to follow, but it's definitely something to consider and, and to ask yourself, how much do I depend on my board? How nervous or worried am I if I lose my board? And, uh, and then the other thing that you said that was great is like, it makes you aware of, of things that you didn't know before because your board kind of, it's a powerful tool, your board. You know, you float well, you can paddle fast when you do it well. Yeah. You know, you can move around and, and kind of miss um, recognizing things like water movement and which way tide is pulling you and stuff like that. And I always, it makes me think of the story you told me one time where you lost your board. It was, it was in La Mission. It was, you know, heavy water, lots going on lose your board, it was a heavy swim all the way into the beach. You get into the beach, you're like, where's, where's my board? And you're looking at the fam who's sitting up on the porch and they're all like pointing back out to sea, like, bro, it's going out, man. You gotta swim back out. His board actually got caught by some rip current and pulled back out to sea. 
and just speaking to the fact of, of how like water is moving, not always in. Right. You know, it's going in and out and like, again, just being completely aware of, of that stuff. It had some, it, it was offshore, it, you know, I just missed the board and just, just thinking that it was going in, I swam all the way in and had to swim like all the way to the outside. I mean, it was so far outside past the breakers and it was Uncle Anthony's brand new board that I shaped him and I christened it and I lost it and now it's fucking going out to the horizon and I have to go swim out there in deep water and I'm just like head down just gotta go get it um gotta do it gotta gotta do it but like you know and so I, I let's take a moment now to just before we move on to like pros and cons because we fully recognize there's disadvantages of this and there's there's points that people can make to debate with us, and maybe we should have even had somebody who's like a fervent leash wearer, like talk with us about this, you know, to really give the, the other side of this. But we'll do our best to be fair to, to the counterpoint of what we, we believe. Um, but, you know, we do look at setups and, and question. I'm probably a little more conservative than Coach Ev is, but like we roll up to a new spot or a spot we know and we evaluate, you know, it's, it's not just I don't wear a leash. I, I, I do not wear a leash, I'm too good for that. Right. It's nothing like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, okay, what's going on on the shore? Is there rocks everywhere? Am I gonna ding my board? Is it a high consequence if I do lose my board? Mm-hmm. Is there tons of people out? Are the waves really tricky? Is it really hard or is it really easy? Is it a beach setup, you know, and it doesn't matter if your board rolls up on the sand? Or is there like a big lagoon, like flat area of deep water where the board will never even get to the beach you know, because the waves aren't breaking that far in. All of these are, th- are considerations we make, you know, before we go paddling out without a leash. Um, you know, because we, we don't want to hurt anybody. We don't want to ding our boards. We don't want to, you know, any of that stuff. And that's why it never happens, because we do, you know, our very best to be responsible about this and, and, and in the right moments choose when is the right time to, to uh, go leashless and when's the right time to wear a leash. Right. We've, we've had the best sessions of our lives probably on both ends of the spectrum. No mm-hmm. leash and with the leash on with, you know, in like when we go to the Maldives or we surf these reef waves where it goes to completely dry, super sharp reef that you can't, you can't just go walk up and go grab the board. And if the board ever washed in there, it would be getting scratched, dinged, all sorts of things. And there's just, there's certain places where you just really can't get away with it um yeah right on well yeah so okay uh, let, let's let's i'm trying to think now like pros some and the, cons right yeah, we pros were, and cons okay. like what are some of the cons of not wearing a leash i mean we were kind of it, it's naturally going in that direction so let's keep it going i i think starting with the cons like just losing your board okay what if you're losing your board not just and swimming in but you got hurt you know, it's possible that you got hurt and now you don't have your board. Right. Okay, that's, that's, that's a total reality. We get that. Um, okay, the counterpoint for me is like, if you get hurt, your board is not going to rescue you. You still got to be able to climb on top of the thing, you know? Right. Um, so, but another con is dinging your board, you know? Like sometimes it'll, it will, we do go leashless at rocky spots and lose our boards sometimes. Um, 
you know, what else? What, what do you think? Con, well, that's a con turned into a pro because then you'll have to learn how to do ding repair. <laughs> and then that's what you gotta, every surfer should be able to do some basic ding repair. Lessons everywhere. Um, more cons, what's more cons? Um, uh, injuries, you know, in, like hurting somebody maybe, you know. I, yeah, I hate to even say that because I really, you know, there's a, there's a level you get to when you're surfing is one, before you even paddle out, you know, what's your level of confidence? You know, that's what I'm judging. I'm like, okay, do I feel confident about surfing around all these people without a leash? And then I'm looking at the waves and are, are they easy waves to surf? In which case I'll do it, no problem. But if it's a tricky wave, I'm like, you know, maybe I want to try and float that section and get around it that way. And that, I might not do it right and fall. And then I want to wear a leash. Um, the second part to this is that, you know, you get to a level in your surfing where you just make decisions in the moment, you know, like section by section of the wave. And if I see like people lined up inside of me, okay, then I'm not going to go for that section. I'm not going to go up and hit the lip if I'm a little nervous about losing my board in front of those people. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it bugs me. Then I'm like, oh, damn, I wish I had a leash, you know, because then I would be a little more confident to go up and hit the lip. But no, okay, so I opt out of that section just because there's people there and who knows what's going to happen. Let me just play it safe and conservative. Again, like turning a con into a pro, you know, like being a thoughtful surfer, not like just doing things recklessly just because you have a leash on. Um, and trying to be radical and put people in really sketchy situations with a... With or without a leash. Yeah, with a hard surfboard that you're riding and you got up to speed and... Yeah. It's your responsibility to do your very best to keep control of it. Right, right. So I'm sorry. We're a little biased here because we <laughs> do believe in not surfing with a leash. And we're able to like make decisions in the moment, you know, when we should go for a certain maneuver that is risky or not. Um, but this doesn't mean that like, l like people of lesser skill or less experience in the ocean shouldn't try surfing without a leash and, and let themselves cultivate a more aware... Uh, like sense of, of themselves while they surf, you just have to pick the right times to do it. You know, do it at a beach break where it's a sandy, you know, uh, like your mistake and your board gets away from you, rolls up on the sand. Do it when there's no crowd around you or, or down the beach from the crowd, you know, and, and find out how not having a leash really changes your mentality in the water. And, and obviously you can tell by now to what we would say it, it, to your benefit, you know, in a, in a positive way and affect your surfing. Absolutely, and and again, like you touched on, like you can you can practice this with a leash on. You know that's that's what we we try to talk to all of our students about and all of our friends. It's just like even though you have that leash on, just play both sides. Like there's there's a benefit to having a leash on. You get to go for broke sometimes. You get to try new things, try new maneuvers, but then also with not having a leash you just learn how to be just that much more of a comprehensive surfer who controls their board start to finish and and just, doesn't go do something that they don't feel confident about doing if there's people around yeah which like so my kind of like big thing is like you can't do that anyway if, even if you have a leash on right you know because you you can't really measure in this moment so say you're at the trough of the wave you know you're coming up to hit the lip and out of your periphery, you see that there's people there. You can't, in that moment, measure how far they are, especially because they're paddling towards you. Your wave is moving towards them. Right. By the time you fall, so if you judge that you have plenty of space to do this maneuver and fall, 
But by the time you fall, you're going to be a lot closer to them than you were when you made the judgment. Right. So like even with the leash on, you can't be this kind of a reckless person. You need to surf whether you have a leash on or not as if you don't have a leash on. Absolutely. Um, okay. All right. So <laughs> let me, let's, let's get to this other side of the debate because, you know, we got to be fair to this thing, you know, and try to like imagine what people would say to us, you know, someone who really believes in a leash, who really thinks that you should only wear it. And I think, I think the biggest thing that they see without a leash is, is when the board is lost, you know, and they're like, man, that's dangerous. That could hurt somebody. You know, at the very least, you're going to ding your board. But look at that runaway board through the lineup, you know, and, you know, again, to be biased, we're doing we're, we're surfing in a way that we don't lose our board when there's people there. You know, we're losing our board when we judge that it was OK to, to have it get lost or to take that risk. But I get it. I get that side of it. You know, you can't Absolutely. be 100 percent in control all the time. Um, so, yeah, it, it can be dangerous. I 100 percent agree. But I'll also say it's dangerous to fall with a leash on. <laughs> totally. And back in the day, everybody was surfing without a leash and people were losing their boards all over the damn place with these super heavy logs. And that that wasn't a huge point of discussion, whether that was like that was way too dangerous. It was more about just, you know, Jack O'Neill coming up with this leash so that you didn't have to go swim in. For your right. board. It was a convenience thing. Convenience thing. And that's that's actually one of the pros that I wanted to talk about is that sometimes you have those tricky conditions on hand and going out there without a leash only affords you a lot of time swimming around in the lineup when you want to go out there and freaking practice surfing. <laughs> you know, so some sometimes it's just a time and a place for for surfing with a leash and surfing without a leash. Absolutely, and and yeah, we both agree on that. So at least we'll leave you guys with <laughs> with knowing about us that we don't just go out there as an ego thing. Uh, that absolutely no leash is allowed on my ankle. Um, but that is another point on the other side of the debate. I think people see people who surf without a leash as like 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 overly prideful or egotistical. You know, like. Oh, they can't surf with a leash. They're too good. Do or die. Just yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, you know what? To some extent, yeah, that is true. You know, like I spend a lot of time in the water surfing. I spend a lot of time pretending I don't have a leash on when I do have one on. I spend a lot of time making sure that I finish my waves with a good kick out or a dismount, and not just this flailing ending maneuver or or just a, like a go for broke when I you know with a ten percent chance of making it. Um, I do. I am a little proud of that that place I've earned for myself, and all surfers are proud because surfing is really fucking hard. So yeah. when you start getting good at it, you're pretty proud of yourself for putting the time and the the per, and having the perseverance to get there. And so you know, it's the next level when you can do it without a leash. You're like, damn, look at me go. You know, like I can do this. I can look at that section and judge the people in my way and decide whether I should do that or not in a split second. I can see that end section coming and decide whether I should go for the closeout sec maneuver or kick out. And like, you know, we spend most of our sessions not losing our board. You know, we have a great, great high ratio of keeping our board in control. And you know what? I'll say it right now. I'm proud of that. Absolutely. You know, and, and I try my best to when I see that I, or I'm not comfortable or I want to have a kind of session where I can be a little more reckless, then I will put a leash on. But, you know, if you think it's about ego, 
You're partially right. <laughs> yeah. There's definitely, when, when I really got into it, I did have a run where I, I swear I didn't surf with a leash for like four years or something like that. I Damn. just, I really never strapped up, you strapped up and put a leash on. Um, but that was also like, I hadn't gone to some of these great, you know, reef passes and stuff where it just really, I, I didn't really see how I could get, get away with it surfing without a leash and and i tried it i tried it a few times and i got into some pretty sketchy situations and rocking walking across really sharp reefs and cutting my feet and dinging my board a lot of ding boards you know like to the point where fins were blasted off you know and and just like the i had to i had to stop the session was over right i, I couldn't i couldn't surf that board anymore Too it dinged. was it was too dinged. It was on the rails. There's fiberglass shards all over the place. Like you're gonna cut yourself. The board, for one, is it's just not gonna perform. You know, the water running over the rail that's all <laughs> beat up and foams, uh, just exposed. And you know, it's just you you learn your lesson and you learn when to use a leash and when not to use a leash. Um, I've definitely got myself into some some sticky situations with with people who really find it irresponsible for me to be out there surfing without a leash and in in just I, you know I can really only think of a couple instances where I actually put anybody in harm's way and one of them was like a full on my board hit them in the head and I saw it go down and I was oh, just like shit. Oh no, this is what everybody was talking about and I'm in the wrong. Um, I pulled into a big old closeout tube and my board got spat out the back of the wave and back into the lineup and there was a sets pouring in and so I'm fine, you know, I, I come up and I see my board like pretty far out there and then I see the next guy on the next set wave take off and he's just this beautiful big wave and he just makes the drop and pulls up into the tube and I'm just watching him and then out of the corner of the eye, my eye I see my board start creeping into the picture and now <laughs> I see that the my board is gonna get fully barreled by this wave and homies inside the tube oh god flying through the tube and i see the board get sucked up in the lip and i just see it just tag this guy and i see him go down in a heap and i see my board just and it's just a big mess and then i have to go underneath the wave and i come up I don't even come up because I'm so scared. <laughs> I just scared. want to die down here. <laughs> so scared. I feel so bad about what just happened already. I don't even know if the guy's all right or anything. Luckily, it was Santa Cruz. He had a hood on. You know, I don't know if he saw the board and put his hands up. It looked like he just got tagged by my board. Um, then he falls off in the tube gets fully worked and as he's getting worked and and i swim through the wave so i'm all clean and good and now he's on the inside of me i'm looking back and i'm seeing 
my board and he's got a leash on and and my board and his board and they're like boom 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 they're hitting each other tagging it as he comes up he's kind of got his hands up but not really my board's deep bink 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 like bonking him in the head oh no and i'm just like oh this is so bad this is really this is really terrible so i'm just like a seal like I'm not, my eyes are just barely out of the water because I'm like trying to hide myself. <laughs> and I see him like come up and, and he's totally baffled and he's just kind of like, what the hell is going on? What was that thing that clocked me in the head? And he, at first he's just like, he pushes the board kind of away from him. And then it settles down and his board's there and my board's there. And then so so I kind of like, stand up off the bottom i'm like hey it's my board sorry and he's just like he goes from like bewildered to so enraged and so crazy his eyes are just red with fire and he's looking at me i'm far enough away that he can't get to me but what he can get to is my board oh, and shit. he just snags my board and he's just looking at me he's like get off fucking leash <laughs> and he starts wailing on my board boom oh, punching shit. the bottom punching the bottom and i'm like yeah go ahead take it out on the board take it out <laughs> on the board and then he looks at me and he starts wailing on the fins oh. he starts wailing on the fins i'm like oh pretty good glass jaw those things are holding <laughs> on and finally boom he snaps one off and lays it down on the board and then he just looks at me he's just so pissed and he just pushes my board into the beach and says it again, get a fucking leash. <laughs> and that was just like the pinnacle of how not to surf without a leash. You know, it was, just, it was the worst. It was the worst. Everybody saw it on the beach. Everybody oh, heard it. No. I couldn't surf anymore. The board was fucked. And I'll just never forget it, you know. And I'll just I'll just play it a little different. Maybe I would have, I don't know, not pulled into that gaping closeout tube right. and just straightened out and got right. blown into the beach. And my board would have got blown into the beach. I was thinking I was all cool pulling into big old closeouts, and it put me and that guy into the worst position ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's so many good stories. I mean, boards getting mangled, boards somehow. I, I actually my favorite stories of losing my board uh, like without a leash is when I think it's just absolutely fucked like I lost the board and I'm, I, I come up and I see that it's not near me so I know it's on the wave and it's just going into the beach and I already am like saying goodbye to it yeah. I'm already like alright you know like planning making the funeral arrangements you know like picking yeah. out the gravestone like board's done those rocks are huge. Yeah. This wave is, it's got the board full speed. And like, you're just like, whatever. Like you're already okay with it almost. You yeah. know, you're just like saying goodbye. And you come in and somehow, somehow the board didn't get a scratch. Magically floated up on the rocks and then dry docked itself up. Up, up and away. And the water receded and left the board up there. And like, it's like the... The water just lifted enough to come over the rocks and then the wave pushed it over that just enough so it skimmed over. Oh man. But I think, so if I have to like think of my favorite recent story without a leash is just this hilarious situation I got myself into where, um, you know, there was no one out but it was a rocky shoreline. 
you know, so you really don't want to lose your board. And I love my 7.6 La Mist that Coach Jeb shaped me. It's my favorite board, and I've beat it to shit by now. I've ride, ridden it so much, but I still don't want to bash it, you know, against a rock. That's just heartbreak. So I'm on the outside and, and right in front of all the rocks, the worst part to fall, and I just bog my rail so hard on like too deep of a fade. I just fade it too aggressively, uh-huh. and I go to swing it back into the, my line, and I just bog the rail. So I'm like, I'm still leaning over, falling into the wave, and the board's like going straight. So as this is happening, you know, like when you surf without a leash, you're fully aware when you're falling halfway before you've even fallen. So I'm like reaching back behind me, like, like or off to my side to get my hand just on the deck or something. Just even slow it down a little, you know, yeah. so the wave doesn't catch it so well. And, and I got it. I was so surprised. I like... I was like Spider-Man. I fucking threw my hand out and like like stuck to it, yeah. pulled it into me, and somehow now I got myself on it so much better than I had expected to that I actually pulled it under me sideways. So I essentially, now my board is sideways to the beach and I'm like on it. And, and now I bog my rail again. I like bury oh. that rail towards the beach. And the inside rail gets stuck into my belly. And like, I could have pushed it away and not let it hurt as much. (laughs) But I'm like, no, I'm not losing my board. So I do a barrel roll, like with the board, rail over rail. And I'll never forget because I had the the solo shot cam on me. And it missed the good part. But you just see off the corner of the screen, after I like go head first over the rail, holding the board in my gut and my hands, you know, like against my gut with my Pushing hands. Pushing it, yeah. Yeah, and, and like you just see my legs go, like I go head over heels, you know, like <laughs> do a front flip, barrel roll <laughs> with my board, pop up, like whew, got my board still. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, in the gut, like, oh. <laughs> uh, but it was a good one, it was funny. Shit, I've, I've, yeah, it's it's ended my session in in that way too. Like the board's not messed up, but I've actually put the hurt on myself to the point where I'm like, oh man, I'm I'm done. I'm done with this session. <laughs> out. I, you know, at least I held on to the board. I didn't put anybody else in the harm's way, but like I'm toast. I <laughs> let you know all the energy and strength that I had went to just holding on to that board so you know just choose your battles friends <laughs> choose them wise hey guys if you're not subscribed to the Cast, you are kooking it get on itunes and subscribe hit that button and subscribe so you know when our stuff comes out and while you're at it you can leave a review a rating we appreciate all that help uh if not whatever fucking keep listening <laughs> down with that too yeah, that's Good about one. it. Surfing without a leash. Cheers, brother. Hey, we're fucking having a great time. We're down here in Cabo surfing with some excellent students. We're having a great old time. We just got down here. And we got to release this podcast. <laughs> Pulled it together in the 11th hour. Time. Well done, coach. Appreciate that. Always. And uh, hey, you guys, always fun talking to you, even though I don't feel like anyone's listening. I know you are. (laughs) Appreciate you guys tuning in. Hell yeah. Woo-hoo! Woo!